Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Vayechi. This is Shabbos Chazak. We take leave this Shabbos, conclude the Sefer Bereshis, move on, please God, next week to Sefer Shmos. Take note, this is the parsha that Yaakov dies. And what's the name of the parsha? Vayechi. And Yaakov lived. This is very, very powerful. If you turn and open up your Chumash to chapter, the very end of chapter Memtes 49, it happens to be the last Pasuk. The Torah says, Vayichal Yaakov Bonav. Yaakov completed, finished extending to his children the last will and testament. And what does it say? He drew his feet onto the bed. He expired, stopped breathing. And was gathered to his people. Two very interesting observations. Number one, Rashi points out in quoting the Gemara in Tanis 5b that Umisa Lunemra, the Torah does not mention the obvious that Yaakov died. So Rashi quotes the Gemara that says, Yaakov Avinu Lomes, that Yaakov didn't die. Unbelievable. How could it be he didn't die? The Torah speaks at such length and detail of the extensive funeral that he had and the mourning that they had for Yaakov. So how could you say he didn't die? Says the Talmud, Mazaro b'chaim, as long as Yaakov's progeny, his grandchildren, his great pinch yourself, as long as you are a proud card carrying member of Klai Yisrael, Yaakov is still alive. The second observation from that Pasuk is, ask yourself, what does that mean? That he was gathered to his people. And I really believe that this is one of those strong references in the Torah to Olam Haba, to the world to come, that there is a world of the souls to which Yaakov descended. I'd like to devote this morning's Dvar Torah to the issue of the end of life, halachic issues, and to first of all begin by praising Rabbi Elchanan Zon, the head of the Hebra Kadisha of Queens, but really the head of Hebra Kadisha throughout, certainly, North America. He's there day and night to answer Shilas, to give guidance, and has called this Shabbos a Shabbos called Team Shabbos, namely traditional end-of-life awareness movement. I wish Rav Zone good health to continue his wonderful work on behalf of Chesed Shal Emes, on behalf of 
Klal Yisrael. Now, the important lesson that the Torah is telling us at the beginning of the parasha, when Yaakov calls in Yosef and instructs Yosef, don't bury me in Egypt. Bury me, in this case here, in my plot of at the Moras HaMachpelah, purchased by Avraham, and that's where Yitzchak, my father, is buried, and that's where I wish to be buried. And parents should make known what their plans are to their children, because as a Jew, we are instructed to live as a Jew, and we're instructed as well to die as a Jew. To die as a Jew means that the Torah says that after a person takes leave of this world, they are to be buried. And God forbid, cremation is not an option. Above ground burial is not an option. The Torah says that you come from the ground, earth, and you return to the earth. Now, I have to tell you to take a look at the in the fifth book, in chapter 21, Pasuk 23. The Torah is speaking about the rare situation where a criminal is, God forbid, hung. This is not happening every, quote, Montag and Donnerstick, every Monday and Thursday. But whenever it happens, listen carefully, the Torah says, You are not to allow the body to remain on the gallows overnight, but rather, you are to bury him, the criminal, on that very same day. Interestingly, this is the closest you're going to find in the Torah, that the Torah says that a good Jewish person requires burial. Even a criminal requires burial. Why? Literally, because a hanging person is a curse of God. What does that mean? Because Rashi says so beautifully that man is created in the image of God. And therefore, if man is demeaned, if the body is demeaned, the body that housed the soul, it is a form of unfortunate reflection on God himself. And Rashi gives a very interesting parable. What may it be compared to twins who were identical twins? One became a very upstanding governor and the other one became a gangster. And unfortunately, they caught the gangster and they hung him. Whoever saw that person hung said, the governor is being hung. Similarly, the same thing here. Man is created in the image of God. And so, man has sanctity. And therefore, we look and treat the body with sanctity. And therefore, 
it's time to pause for a moment and give proper recognition to the Hevra Kadisha, those men who take care, wash, and dress the deceased men, those women who do this chesed shall emes for women. It's never convenient to do atara. It's never convenient to do shmira, to wash and be and dress the body, to sit and be with the body from the time of passing until the burial. <coughs> but this is a very special mitzvah, and we applaud those individuals who volunteer and do this mitzvah. What emerges from this parsha is the sanctity of life. And we live in a time that unfortunately life is judged as quality of life. Namely, can a person use the smartphone? Can he or he or she conduct themselves on the computer? If not, oh my goodness, what good are they? What kind of a quality of life? If they can't give you this social security number and they don't necessarily recognize their children, God forbid it should never happen, right? And what happens in such a situation? So we know we live in a day and age where you can sign a paper and say, should I ever be in that situ situation? Very simply, don't do this to me, don't do that to me, as if you are the balabayas, as if you are in control over your own life. And we say no. God gives, God takes. He is the balabayas, and you are not the balabayas. And therefore, I strongly recommend that everybody has a halachic will. What is a halachic will exactly? It designates one family member, because otherwise I've seen it too many times in my rabbinic practice, how children, everybody means well, will fight among themselves, and oftentimes very bitterly, each one only meaning well for their loved one, for their parent. But should we do this? Should we not do that? And why mucha? And why put them through difficulty? So you designate a child, one, to be the one to make decisions together with and in consultation with your rabbi, with a rabbi that you know, a rabbi that you trust, a rabbi that you've had dealings with all the years, and if not, do your homework. Don't go to the phone book and necessarily pick out a rabbi, but go and find out someone who is knowledgeable and compassionate, and that's the individual that you want helping to make the right decisions, because we believe that every moment of life is precious, and therefore, too often, hospice, if it's not controlled, again, what does hospice mean? It means that it's the end of life with dignity, and too often they don't feed, and too often they don't give hydration, and too often they don't give all medication. And unfortunately, what they are doing is they're hastening the time of death. It might be with dignity because they're giving the person a lot of morphine, but unfortunately, what's happening is this is against Torah law, where every moment of life is precious, and therefore you need 
a halachic living will. I'll show you that every moment of life is precious. Take a look in the book of Yonah and in chapter 1 when they have the lots and they determine who is the cause of the storm and they realize it's Yonah. He says, So'uni, lift me up, v'hatiluni, elayam, and throw me into the sea. What's this lift me up? Lift me up means give me another moment of life. Every moment of life is precious. What do we find in the Bishalach, where Hashem says to Moshe, tell the Jewish people to go forward? And in chapter 14, verse 18, God says to Moshe and the Jewish people, V'yodu Mitzrayim ki ani Hashem. Mitzrayim will know that I am God. Mitzrayim, they're going to be drowned in the Yamsuf. So either the Ebenezer says it means the people back home who didn't come, or no, other commentaries say no. Those that drowned, a moment before the drown, they drowned, they had that moment of truth, that moment of realization, what? That there is a God in this world and He is in control of all. And that moment of life was the most significant moment in their life. The Gemara in <coughs> Yuma Pei <coughs> 85b gives many explanations and sources for why we will violate Shabbos in order to save a life. And one of the sources is Vishamru Bnei Yisrael Shabbos. The Jewish people will observe the Shabbos La'asos, to do the Shabbos, to make the Shabbos. And the Talmud says, violate one Shabbos in order that he may observe more Shabbosos, many more in the future. But what if all the doctors agree the person only has 24 to 36 to just a few hours to live? How do we know that even in that case there? So the smug in Hilchos Shabbos brings down the marshal that says it doesn't mean necessarily that that person, the one that's critically ill at the moment, is going to observe other Shabbosos, but by his having extra moments of life, by your extending his life for any amount of time, given that he's part of the Jewish people, that's helping other Jewish people keep many more Shabbatot in the future. We don't realize, we don't want suffering, and there's no question about it, that the halacha tries to prolong life and not prolong suffering. But we understand that if a person does have some suffering at the end of life, we understand the Gemara in Brachos 5a speaks of the concept of Yisurim Shel Ava. We believe, as we say with the individual prior to their passing, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad. What does that mean? We believe that there's a Father in Heaven. And just as we have compassion, He has compassion as well. And we believe that sometimes a little bit of suffering, not that we want it, and not that we wish it on anybody, but that Yisurim Emarakim, but that suffering can literally cleanse and a little bit of suffering here can take away a great deal of suffering in the next world to come. There's so much that we don't understand, but there's so much that we do, and that is that the Torah informs us in this week's parsha, Vayechi Yaakov, and the message is the Jew has to live as a Jew and the Jew as well has to die as a Jew. 
Shabbat Shalom to all.